0: Well, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 262 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matora. Well, my back's feeling a thousand times better, and you
1: sound like you're feeling like your old self.
0: I cough like three, four times a day, and other than that, I'm good. I mean, you, you you
1: sound good though. You don't, you don't, you don't got like, you know, that sometimes after that sickness, you got that little, you know, that your voice is a little bit hoarse, but you sound
0: good. Oh yeah. I feel much, much better. I don't sound like a pile of shit anymore. Um, (laughs) So yeah, we were just too sick and too shitty to do an episode i I
1: couldn't even sit in this chair so there there was no way a pod was happening
0: yeah we couldn't do a pod last week so we apologize for skipping a week but we're back here a day early for 262 we got two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on so a big long podcast tonight uh we got our picks of the week We got trivia, two for me, 1.5 for Sam. We're starting off in gaming tonight where Sam will do the hosting duties where we're going to be talking about PlayStation potentially coming with a rival for Game Pass. Not only is this very long overdue, but it could be very good. So we're going to talk about the top three games we hope to see in that service, uh, I have the review for Halo Infinite's campaign. We talked about the multiplayer a couple weeks ago, and that came out on November 15th. Now, it is out. The game is fully available on Game Pass, included if you don't want to pay the 60 or $70 for it. I have my impressions for Marvel's garlic, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on PS5. <laughs> I was going to say garlic yeah i don't even know it's i had chicken parm for dinner so maybe that's where my head is uh we got stories for suicide squad kills the justice league paper mario uh bioshock 4 um nickelodeon all-star all-star brawl that is such a horrible name for a game Uh, and then uh (laughs) i'll take back over and hosting for the movies and the tv section we're talking about the spider-man spider-verse sequel we're talking about shang chi we're talking about netflix we're talking about sonic 2 we're talking about peacemaker we're talking about dexter new blood our impressions halfway home as the series is through five episodes so get your spoiler hats on for that very excited for that conversation uh daredevil in the mcu the secret invasion series the last of us did a recasting and the halo series before sam brings us home with a cgc spotlight but before we get To our picks of the week. I do want to say we are recording this episode a day early. So it is Wednesday, December 8th, the day that Halo Infinite came out. Matter of fact. Um, the game awards is Thursday night. 90 million people are gonna watch it, 85 million last year, probably over 90 million this year, ton of eyeballs on it. I want to be one of those eyeballs. Sam may be one of those eyeballs too. So we didn't want to do a pod during that if crazy news broke or whatever. I want to watch that shit live. I don't want to have to like do a pod and not pay attention and stuff like that. So the plan is for all the stuff that gets announced at the game awards, including some things we're going to have in this episode that have already been confirmed for that show. If something enormously crazy happens, I mean, it has to be pretty enormous, like the next Mario game or something. The Nintendo makes his return. I will make a return as the Nintendo because it's going to be like 1230 at night. And I really don't want to. I have a training on Friday. Um, So I don't want to, but I'll do it, but it has to be enormous. If not, we will wait till next week. Episode 263. We will cover all the things on the game awards. So you're gonna have to wait a week before you hear what we think about it that's the hard part but uh if you know rumors are true or to be believed it's going to be worth the wait so i wanted to get that out of the way tonight is the game awards stuff maybe a bonus episode but most likely in 263 next week sam let's start where we customarily do with our picks of the week
1: oh boy i i assume you you saw this i hope you saw this if not everyone stop with your stop what you're doing whether you're a fan or not you have to watch the Beatles get back.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I watched it. I watched
1: I, I mean, this has to be a, lot a lot. pick of the week. I mean, I I, I love the Beatles. I listened to them growing up. Um, this was, you know, you get an inside look. You get um you you don't you I've never got to see the Beatles like this. I don't think anyone has. I know the the 1970 doc, you know, mo, you know, documentary that came out by Michael Lindsay Hoggs. That was like, I feel like most like focused all on the negative shit. It was a lot of mostly with Yoko, and they basically you know didn't even show you when Harrison left the band. <clears throat> this was I, I, you you got to see some of their greatest hits just
0: appear out of thin air. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like if you really want to talk about their writing process, it, it was magic. Like seriously, it was magic. It's if just that- Paul fucking around on his bass, and then a minute and a half later, he's like, "Oh yeah, here's two hits, mate." Like, you
1: no, know, and, and then he's just humming. He, 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 you know, he has like he he hears it, and he's like, I'll figure out the words eventually. And it's like, like how, how? I I was blown away. I, That's what you call genius. Seriously, a like, genius. I mean, people were you know the one thing I heard someone say like it was a little too long. I was like a little long. I was like I wanted I wanted more. Yeah. I was like it, they they had sixty hours video and a hundred fifty hours audio, like and so total time was 7 hours
0: and and 48 minutes yeah and that it all depends on the type of fan you are man like an old school fan like my dad he probably could have watched it 3 times over but somebody oh who's just gosh. interested 7 hours is a long time so oh, it's all right. about perspective it could
1: have been 20 it could have been 20 and I'd have been like you know what I'm I'm dedicated I'm going to watch it cuz it, it it was fascinating to to even have, like George Harrison to see him come writing something like that's one of my favorite George Harrison songs so like to see that
0: and and then to see Lennon like Basically it what took him 2 weeks Lennon in 3 seconds. It's like why don't we make all these changes?
1: It's like yeah. all right. Dude like it like it, it, and there was what 21 days?
0: Like S- yeah. something like that. Yeah, like an entire month of January or December. Yeah,
1: right it's now. like how did they do that all this in 21 days and then do it you know to to end it with a, a concert of the only time they ever play them songs live. And yeah I, and like how did like Peter Jackson did an amazing job. Directed really by did. Peter Jackson, by the way. He really did. I I, I, I wanted more. I mean, the, the craziest part, like, it, it's... I think the first time Disney, like, allowed, like, all, like, the smoke and, like, profanity, like, I, 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 I'm sure it probably took a long while to do it, because every time you see a shot, you see something, you know... There's someone smoking a cigarette. Every time you see John Lennon, Yoko is right
0: with him. I think that that's, like, the one thing this did that I think maybe... Like, there's a lot of misguided uh I guess stuff out there about Yoko and her kind of controlling Lennon. But this I think showed the opposite. I think this showed Lennon basically saying to her, You're gonna sit here and you're not gonna say a word because I'm super controlling. And I want you to sit here and watch my genius at work and just be
1: there. I, I don't know, but there was you, you kind of hear her saying things that then you heard them say when they had the the band meeting that they said Yoko talked completely for John. John didn't say one word. Yeah. So, like, I, I kind of thought it the opposite, kind of that it she was mix, like, yeah. you know, she was the controlling one. And I read stories later that, I, he, you know, they were falling out and she, he dated uh, Yoko's assistant for like 18 months and then back to Ono. And he said she brainwashed him. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, I don't know, Yoko's, you know, she's not my cup of tea. I don't know if you ever checked out her her work. But it it was funny to see kind of her uh, John and Paul kind of messing around a little bit. So it was like kind of I guess Paul entertained her. But um, again, I still say Ringo just sat back and just he he looked like sad to be there. <laughs> I, you know, everyone else looked like you know. I feel like they had their moments. There was you know they had their tension, but then them them last like week or two, like it, they were just having fun. And that's what I don't know. I never got to see before. I'm so happy that this is on Disney Plus. If you have seven hours and forty-eight minutes, I highly suggest you watch the Beatles get back because this was absolute perfection.
0: I'm not gonna lie, even if you have like two and a half hours, you should watch the first episode. Like you just have to watch some of it to be able to say, Holy shit, this exists in 2021 for the first time. Something that happened sixty years ago almost. Like that's I mean, you you hear wild. don't
1: let me down. I've got a feeling one after the nine oh nine across the universe, get back, let it be. And they play so many classics. They bring in Billy Preston to play the keyboards. And it it's it's absolutely phenomenal. If you're a music fan, just check out the Beatles get back.
0: Sam just had a five-minute pick of the week. I think that's the longest you've ever gone.
1: I, I mean it's the Beatles. I mean, it's something we're never gonna get like something like this ever again. And it's you know, it, it deserves the time.
0: I would agree. It was fantastic. My pick of the week is a TV series that is worth all the hype it's getting. It's worth all the attention. It's so unbelievably good. And I was late to the party. It is currently halfway through season three. I just started it less than a month ago, so I'm finally caught up. And I can say on HBO, Succession is absolutely incredible. Worth.
1: I, I've heard good things. I've heard it, good things.
0: It is worth all the hype. Now, it is absolutely incredible a story driven show. You got to be into narrative and plot to really, I mean, it's, it's a lot. And also kind of be up to date on your business acumen, if at all possible. Um, If not, no biggie, but it's such a good show. Uh, Waystar Royco is a media conglomerate that is owned by the Roy family. The father is, you know, potentially going to step down and it is the story of, which of his kids, his four kids, is going to take it over? What's going to happen here? And how? Ha- and all these crazy things that unfold, um, hostile takeovers, cocaine, all of I it. I feel
1: like I feel like what you just described is billions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think you know, I, I tried to get into billions; it wasn't my cup of tea, oh. and this one is. So I think nice. maybe I'll go back to billions when I'm done this because you're right; they do kind of sound like they're like. Um, similar shows. Similar. I,
1: I swear, your synopsis. I was like, huh?
0: Brian Cox is the main, he's the father. He's the entrepreneur. Actor. Logan Roy, uh, Nicholas Braun, Kieran Culkin is the comedic relief. I will say people say he's like the funniest character going right now on TV. I actually think Kieran Culkin as Roman Roy is annoying. Um, He's funny in small bits, but when he's on the screen too much, he actually kind of gets at me a little bit. Like I, I'm not really, Feel in his comedy, but I can understand why people like him. Uh, Matthew McFadden is Tom Wamsgan. Alan Rook, we all know as um, um, Ferris Bueller as what's his, is the friend in Ferris Bueller. I can't think of his name. Um, who's wearing. Oh, the I, I know, I know his face,
1: but I can't think of his name.
0: Yeah. yeah oh God, what the hell is his name? In Ferris Cameron in, in Ferris Bueller. Oh, okay. Sarah Snook is Shiv. Jeremy Strong, J Smith Cameron, Scott Nicholson. Like, the cast goes on and on and on and on. The uh the wife from Masters of Sex who played uh, Abby Ibby at uh, Libby Libby I don't remember her name Libby maybe if oh Lizzie watched... Lizzie Kaplan no 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 that was the uh, that was that other girl in Masters of Sex I'm talking about his his girl. actual wife
1: okay okay
0: gotcha she's a she's a main character so it's just this crazy t- it's eight point seven out of ten on IMDb out of ninety thousand ratings like. Everybody's raving about it. I get emails from HBO every week about like my watch list and what I should be watching. This show's so popular that they actually uh they pretend that the email is coming from one of the roys and they're like why aren't you watching succession yet? And I'm like bitch I am, calm down. <laughs> Slow down. I'm, I'm watching it on HBO Max, not HBO, so you uh don't know that I'm watching it. Anyway, it's unbelievable. It's halfway through its third season. It's coming back for a fourth. It's funny it's tense, it's dramatic, it's like, weaves a tale that do- isn't predictable, you don't know where it's going to go, and it's just a really good show. Check it out. Succession for me, The Beatles, Get Back for Sam. It's getting the trivia, it is two for me, 1.5 for Sam. I'm going to give you the question first for a chance to tie or take the lead.
1: All right, good, because I got a softball for
0: you. I have a semi-tough one for you. Perfect. Uh, you might need the answers, and I feel like you might get it after that point. Okay. In 2019, not last year, not 2020, in 2019 at the Game Awards, what won Game of the Year?
1: What won Game of the Year? In 19, not 20. Let me hear the answers.
0: Was it Sekiro Shadows died twice? Was it the Resident Evil 2 remake? Was it Death Stranding? Or was it Super Smash Bros. Ultimate?
1: A. Can you say it
0: back to me? Died twice. That is correct. Sekiro <laughs> shadows died
1: twice. Everything else just just sounded wrong. So, if
0: All I right. said like control, which was a lot of the other games maybe, of the year,
1: maybe, maybe.
0: But I, I tried to get the ones that you knew the most.
1: No, no not bad. All right, we're, we're tied for now. Yeah, let me give you easy one.
0: What level does Honage evolve into Doble?
1: <sighs> it's with a little Pokemon. <sighs> And my On edge is sp- one of my favorite Pokemon. And my spotlight tonight is Age you know, Slash. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? So it's me. all
0: themed. I love that whole line. Kalos, Kalos, Gen 6. Um, you need a dusk stone to evolve
1: into Age yep, of Slash. Yep, that 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 was going to be my question, but I was like, nah, that's it's way too easy. I know it's
0: in the thirties. It's like thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. It's around the same time that the starters do. My gut says thirty-six.
1: He <laughs> said <laughs> come on Greg.
0: <laughs> what are the Let me guess the answers are 33 34 35 and 36 You
1: never know what it could be What are the
0: an-
1: uh, 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 No What if it's 21 22 23 24 it's, it's not It's huh?
0: 35 or 6 or 7 No 4 5 or 6 Yeah give me uh give me the answers please
1: you have A thirty three. Fuck you. E thirty five. <laughs> C oh, thirty six.
0: Okay. D thirty-seven. <coughs> so you skip thirty-four. All right. Well, that cuts me down to thirty-five or thirty-six. Um I don't know. I can only get a half a point now, so we'll just go with my gut and say thirty-six.
1: Incorrect it is thirty five.
0: All right, all right. And the dusk stone to get aegislash. You are correct. So all two roll right, so we're, we're
1: out two. I'll take it. I like that. All right, I'm taking over at gaming now, and we got to start it off big. PlayStation is working on a Game Pass-style subscription service rumored
0: to launch spring 2022. Yeah, this whole gaming section this week is massive, like from impressions to reviews to this to like things at the game awards this is a crazy big gaming section this needed
1: this needed to happen yeah and normally
0: we start with like reviews and impressions but this is such a big story that it it had to lead us off and this is from bloomberg bloomberg dropped the story jason schreier had the scoop uh that that playstation is going to get a game pass thing now there there's nuance to it it's not just going to be all right here's game pass playstation style they are reportedly and it's going to be a spring 2022 launch so we're actually not that far away sometime between March and June um reportedly that they are going to be actually kind of merging PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now and ditching PlayStation Now and just kind of rolling with PlayStation Plus and then adding tiers on top of that so for example the first tier is what you're paying now $60 gets you what you got the PlayStation Plus collection and PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Now, I believe, is nine ninety nine 99 on top of that, so maybe that'll be Tier 2, PlayStation Plus Plus. Uh, and then you get kind of like the sh- the streaming, because that's all PlayStation Now is. It's streaming. It's bullshit. It's horrible. <coughs> that's why I won't um, get it. And so there's there's that. Then they have this third, or and th- I think there was a rumored tier of PlayStation 4 and 5 games only, so that's second tier. Or you can go to this top tier, which is what we're basing on, our top three off of and stuff like that off of this top tier, because that's the fun one. That's the one that I'll be getting, even though it'll probably be like $80 a year. Hopefully they'll do like 15 bucks a month and do exactly what Xbox does and lump in the online service and the streaming service. For like I'm sure that I'm
1: sure they would do that. Right.
0: I they would God, have to, but it took them six years to even do it. So I don't, I don't know. PlayStation's got some weird. They were
1: just, they were just behind the Xbox. 10. Just beat them to the punch. with like Again, it's, it's the best What. nothing compares to game pass
0: no nothing does and and even though xbox also you have to think about it they do backwards compatibility better than anybody they're like oh here's an xbox game from 2002 that's perfectly emulated and by the way just for shits and giggles we made it 4k and 60 frames a second go have fun i mean like playstation PlayStation
1: stopped at three like oh we lost money we're done
0: they have to have that technology though if they're going to do something like this because like here's where it could go sour. I'll start with the sour. Cause I think this is great news. So I'd like to get the bullshit out of the way before we kind of just praise it. The bullshit is they might just do streaming for these old games and not backwards compatibility or emulation. They could do a data like a stream service, which would be fucking horrible. It would be like what, uh, Nintendo does for Nintendo switch online. And you kind of need an internet connection to play them. And like, I don't want that. I'm cool to do it with NES games because they're the size of a JPEG, so you don't <laughs> feel any latency. But if I'm going to play a PlayStation 3 game, shit, a PlayStation 2 game, I don't want to do that no, was, stream. You're trying,
1: to, you're trying to play like Resistance or something like that. You know That might not play as good.
0: I want a native download like Game Pass does. So like, there's that nuance. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. Is it going to be a mix of the two? Is it going to be, well, these games are too old, so you have to stream them, but the PlayStation 4 games... And five games you can download because we have that ROM. Uh, That's my fear. And like PlayStation Portable PSP is going to be reportedly involved in that top tier. No Vita, which is mind boggling, but nobody likes the Vita anymore anyway. I think it's a great
1: little handheld. I I I still have my Vita. It it still works. I mean, hey,
0: it's got got a mainline Uncharted game on it. Like that shit should be available. Um. So yeah, it's got a resistance I, game too. It's got a resistance game too. You're right. And so I think like a, a kill zone game too. But anyway, I I think that it's got potential. I'm not ready to crown it yet because I need to see a pricing structure. I need to see if it's going to be backwards compatible, native download. Are they going to do things like Xbox do, Xbox does, where it gives it frame rate boosts and things like that, or are we just going to be playing a streamed version of Twisted Metal Two? And it's like. The PlayStation 3, you could download natively Mortal Kombat 2 and Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2 and all these great PlayStation 1 games. Where did we lose that technology? Where did that stop? Why aren't we still doing that? Because PlayStation, arguably, maybe besides Nintendo, probably Nintendo, but PlayStation for the most part, I mean, what a fucking library. So you can argue they go back and forth between who's got the best backlog. But what now, a historic library that, that's just waiting to be played.
1: Now, do you think this subscription service? Now, is that all PS1, 2, and 3 games? Or is that going to yeah. be you know 70%?
0: No, I don't even think we're getting 70%. So like Xbox doesn't even have all of their games from that service. What they have is the majority of their their. Xbox games and their like first party stuff, like you know all the old Gears of War games and all the old, all the big games, God. all the, the big yeah, basically the big games, and then the big third party stuff, and then like all their acquisitions. PlayStation, like to think about what could make that service, and we'll talk about it in our top three. But you really got to think a lot of old school JRPGs in the PS One era, maybe some Final Fantasy stuff. Again, all a lot of the games that made the PlayStation Classic a couple years ago. So, like, think around those lines, but you got a million games out there that are just like, like, this isn't on my list, so I'll say it. But, like, what about, like, The Bouncer? The Bouncer yeah. is a Square Enix game, I believe. Um, it is, too. So, like, do you have to work with Square Enix to nail that? You do, because they probably own the rights to that those characters in that game. So, like, does Sony say we're going to negotiate with all these third parties to get these games in our service like Microsoft does? Are we just making it a museum for Sony? Because that is a little bit of a turn off if they're not going to negotiate because a lot of the great PlayStation games that we grew up with were not first party Sony games. They might have been exclusive to the platform like the bouncer, but think about like Tony Hawk 3 one, or 2, one of the greatest games ever, but multi-plat. We think about that as a PlayStation game, at least I do. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, what about 64 mean, whatever? Twisted Metal were. Black or you Hakusho Show Dark Tournament, like Again, that game's not gonna make the service, but like that's the stuff that I hope to see are wild games like that, not just Sony stuff, because half the reason Xbox's value for Game Pass is the way it is, is because you get EA play, you get all the old stuff from third parties, yeah. you get so many titles that weren't just Xbox exclusive games. And so that's what I'm hoping for with this service.
1: And and re- real quick, no, the code name that was Spartacus.
0: Yeah, code name Spartacus. Man, I really hope it's a $15 price tag. I I would imagine we're talking PS Plus is the name of it. And then the tiers, I hope they're not dumb like Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. That's a stupid name. It's
1: No, it's, we, we don't need it that long. Come that's,
0: on. A, that's a callback to the little red expansion pack that you put into your 64. Remember that thing?
1: yeah i remember oh yeah Yeah, that little thing now is worth like 50 bucks
0: yeah that's uh, that's the reason they called it that it was a nod to the old school but it's stupid still stupid name um i'm looking forward to psp games the little umd discs i had a psp it was my pride and joy for a while i watched saw on it like i think that's like the
1: only playstation console i never bought
0: yeah i traded mine in like a dope so i don't have it anymore Um, I'd never owned a Vita, and that's the one I've always wanted. I wanted a Vita very. It's funny we we skipped. That's funny. Yeah. Um. Anything that you have any questions or want to talk about about the service before we get into our top three?
1: I mean, I just want to say it's about time that PlayStation kind of tried to develop something to compete with Xbox because you know Game Pass is the best thing going right now for gaming, and if if PlayStation wants to keep up, they have to do this.
0: And I think the thing is, don't judge this service. Unless it's priced outrageously, don't judge the service on its first day, week, month, six months. Game Pass wasn't what it is now. Six months in, it grew to what it is now when they made backwards compatibility a thing and day one on Xbox when they made that announcement that all the games that come out on Xbox will hit Game Pass. Like those are the things when they got like the show and, and like crazy. By the way, that they got the show, but like that's not what game pass was at first. So game pass was like a revolving door of 60 games that like some left right away and some. So, and you had some hits, but it it was hit or miss. So Sony could very well shit the bed on this to begin, but I'm willing to give it time. If it a isn't outrageously priced and B has nothing to do with streaming. I don't want to stream. I want to download and install. If it's stream service, I might not even get it because I have no interest in streaming games. Zero.
1: And I'm sure they know that it that if that is the case, people would be pissed.
0: Yeah. PlayStation Now is failing because of it. If PlayStation Now was a download service, there wouldn't be a need for this because they already have it. Yeah. So like, you got to realize we're making the decision to get rid of PlayStation Now and merge these two services because people don't want the stream. I- I'll say it till the cows come home. The East Coast and the West Coast are not the only two places in the world. The middle of the country still suffers from horrible internet in a lot of places. So why would you bastardize a section of your customer base like that? It doesn't make any sense. It's like feed the teat. Here's the milk, but you can't have it. Here's the milk. So let's get into our top three for the week. Our top three games that we hope to see on whatever this Game Pass PlayStation service will be.
1: Now I I just I just went with one PS one PS2, one PS two one PS three so my mm, number th- uh, my,
0: I went different
1: and no, no, that's fine I, again I I just felt like I wanted to show a little love for each and for my number three I will Uncharted two among these it's my favorite one in the game series and one that it helped the PS three because obviously we know the PS three didn't do well this was the one game that probably did give it a little bit of a push. So this would be the one that I hope that they would give to at least the fans to play for free. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, um, you know I mean. n- not Remember, though, Uncharted Nathan Jake, Nathan Drake Collection is available for PlayStation Plus for PS5. Now, that's only PS5. PS4 doesn't have that. So that's where that comes in for there. But they do have a remaster of that currently available on PlayStation 4 and 5 for cheap. So you're talking the native version. It's almost tough to go back to that. I didn't go with any game that is currently available to play, See, I, I don't yeah.
1: even know what's available and what's not.
0: I went with a PSP game for my number three Mega Man Powered Up. Uh, this is the one PSP game I never owned and always wanted to. Essentially, it is a 2.5D, 3D style remake of the very first Mega Man game from 1986 on the NES, except in this PSP lovely chibi style. Uh, I love it a lot. I've only played it one time um totally not emulated and uh i never owned it so that's a game i would absolutely love to just play and play and play and play because the old school Mega Man games man almost nothing beats them they are phenomenal
1: uh, again i i wish i even played i don't think i've ever even played a psp to be honest
0: oh it was wild it was just like playing a playstation 2 controller if a if a playstation 2 controller had a screen built into it that's it's wild huh
1: Oh, huh, okay. Well my my number two, one of my favorite games. I, I, I again yeah, I just went with my classics with I think it's fun to play with for with each PlayStation system. And it could have went either way, but number two, I went with Devil May Cry for the PlayStation Two. A game that was supposed to be considered what, an, another game or sequel to Resident Evil
0: Four. It was supposed to be Resident Evil Four.
1: Oh, that's right. That it was supposed to be four, okay.
0: And they scrapped it and turned it into Devil May Cry
1: turned to in its own thing game that sold over the first one sold over 3 million copies i don't know what a things.
0: wild story by the way that
1: is and like you know it, it's funny even that of course it's a crazy story but now thinking like you know we know nintendo sales sells millions of copies like this game for the time sold over 3 million and it's you know it's supposed to be a huge deal and some people I, i'm looking at it here it says some people consider it to be the greatest video game of all time which is definitely not true but <laughs> um
0: hey people think, have their opinions
1: of course, of course. And I don't a game. This this the game that I remember picking up at Toys R Us right off the rack. Just, oh, this cover looks cool. And I just lo- love the ride. Still love it. Still can't wait for Devil May Cry 6, but hopefully this one will be available.
0: Yeah, it's an, and that's like another game that's got an HD remaster. So I stayed away from it, although that's not available on PlayStation Plus. So you'd have to buy it. So that is a good contender because it's a great gateway. It's like, oh, my God, I can play this game. Oh, and by the way. We have an HD version of the first three available for like twenty. Yeah, you don't want to
1: jump on five or the prequel. Here's the first one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a great get. So I think that'd be cool. My number two, I cheated. It's an entire franchise. Um, old school Naughty Dog Allow fan. It. Yeah, I'm. I, I I would expect no different. Um, <laughs> old school Naughty Dog fans, this is your opportunity to play the stuff before Uncharted. Let's get Jack and Daxter some love. Uh, mm-hmm. When's When's the last time Jack and Daxter even had a game? Much less had any like prominence in the gaming culture. People like they don't know them anymore because they're a forgotten game franchise and what better way to bring them back into prominence by saying, "Oh, by the way, all of them from I think started on PS1, maybe PlayStation 2. There is even a PSP game. Like go play them. Have fun with them. Enjoy the franchise. This is Naughty Dog before Naughty Dog right after Crash Bandicoot. So like yep. they are quality quality titles and I think they'd be a great get for any long-time PlayStation fan.
1: And, and it's funny, that was a game that I, I never played, but I know a couple of buddies. I remember even Danny and Blaine. I know they loved it. Great game. <clears throat> my number one is a, a franchise that we haven't seen in a while. It's been quite a few years. We are getting a TV show. It's Twisted Metal 2. It's one of my favorite games played growing up. Um, i spent the most hours playing this game. This is on the PlayStation 1. Um, I would still, I will always still, I'll always say it. I would love an online version if they ever remaster this game. Cause I think it has so much potential, but who just doesn't love cruising around Paris, blowing up the Eiffel tower and just, you know, having a great time twist of metal too. Hopefully it's on whatever, what PlayStation game pass, whatever they want to
0: go. I don't, I don't hate it. I love it. I knew that would be your number one. It's pretty obvious. And, that's definitely going to be on there. Like, there's no doubt that that's going to be on there. Zero doubt.
1: That- I mean, you know what? just have, like, you only need one, one and two. I do think you need nah. three or four. Nah, you I need three and four. You need-
0: nah, you need black. You need one, black. two, and black. That's yeah, all you need. I would be good with just one, two, and black. But it's like the perfect entry. We're getting a new twist of metal game. It's very early on in development from the team uh, that did Destruction All-Stars. So, like, it's a great gateway into, holy shit, look what you can do. I'm hoping the one that comes out on the PS5 in a couple of years will have like I don't give a shit if they do what they've been doing with games where they like combine the first two or three like Tony Hawk did and say, here you go. And like oh, you can play perfect. all the old ones. That's that's all I'm good with. If you were, you want to keep playing in London, you here you go. You sound like you're from London. Uh I think that'd be sick. So I'm I'm all about that. My number one should be pretty obvious too for you and for anybody out there who's listened to this pod for a while. Um Games that I have been dying to play for 15 years, never got to play them, never got to complete them outside of maybe a little bit of the first one, been dying for an HD remake.
1: Mother three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll take them. I'll take the trilogy. If you just give them to me natively on the service, if you don't want to do an HD remake of the resistance trilogy.
1: Ah, uh, yep. I need them. It, it it was either Resistance or Uncharted 2, because I wanted to show love for each system, but
0: yeah. I, I need I need the Resistance yeah. trilogy on the PlayStation 5 in some capacity, like I need air. Like <laughs> it's just it's not it, fair. It, it, it's been a lot of years, man. It's been a lot it's been since the three. They skipped PlayStation 4. So and that was an eight-year console cycle. It was like 2014. Man, that's one, a shame. Or that, six that, years that, or that was
1: definitely a missed opportunity.
0: I I mean, I guess they just didn't sell for shit, but like when they came out, the PS3 was behind the 360, which had all of Call of Duty and Halo and Gears, and just another shooter that came out that just got lost in Kill Zone and all those other things. And you know, I think that they're cult classics that deserve to come back. I say that out of as a fan, not a not an actual player. I, like I said, I've only played a little bit of the first one, so this is my opportunity to finally play these games, man. I'm dying for it. I think they just came out at a bad time. PlayStation 3 got better as it, you know, it actually I believe outsold the 360 because it had such a great end to its life cycle. But at the same time, I just want the Resistance trilogy and that would same. That's that's it. That's all I want. So, uh hopefully this service does come out in that April June time frame. Hopefully it's no more than like 15 bucks a month including, you know, PlayStation Plus and all that stuff, the top tier. That would be just phenomenal, and uh, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be nineteen ninety nine a month, which is just a lot to swallow. I, I think it'll be streamed, but I hope they're all downloads, so there's a lot of skepticism here, but let's wait. Let's wait till we get some official confirmation, because this could be awesome.
1: Now, I, I was hoping to get here. I was hoping to get your impressions of this, but we'll have to wait till next week. I know you're a busy guy. You didn't make it, but we have the review for Halo Infinite the campaign,
0: it's a long one. So, this is I'm just trying. this is just the uh, campaign. We did the multiplayer before review plus impressions. This is IGN's thoughts on the campaign of Halo Infinite, six years in the making. Uh, let's see where's I'm actually going to skip a lot uh, because he does a lot of first person in it. So. He's like talking about his past and shit. I am relieved and delighted that Halo Infinite emphatically answers all of, these new and all of these questions about best shooter with a resounding yes. Turning us loose to explore a massive open ring with almost complete freedom to approach combat with a wide range of iconic guns, vehicles, and toys has absolutely brought Halo's single player campaign back into contention as one of the finest out there. And even though it drops the ball a bit with the story and lack of environmental variety, infinite picks it back up with style. Solid eight. That's a nine. That's a 10. That's a 10 for good buddy. No, that is a, that is a solid nine. It's getting tens like everywhere. Metacritic's at an 87. Uh, it's so everybody. You did you just... didn't get a chance to play it at all. So I did. I did. Um, I'll save my impressions for next week because all I got to play, I saw the opening cutscene, and I played the very first mission and completed it. So I have that going for me. I basically played 35 minutes um, out of a 25 you hour. Got, you story. got a little taste. You got a little taste. A little taste. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Uh, the cutscenes are a little jittery. They're like, if you ever watched something that doesn't like move smoothly, I don't know how to explain it you'd know exactly what i'm talking about if you saw it um and then it kind of stabilizes after the first opening cutscene, and it gets really nice but it's it's super pretty it's gorgeous the enemies are they look amazing master chief never looked and sounded better the guns are fucking phenomenal same as multiplayer i mean every gun that i talked about in multiplayer sounds and plays and shoots just as well in single player um from what I've heard, the campaign for the first two hours or so is the classic Halo style where you're in a corridor, tight space, shooting your way through enemies to get to a checkpoint. After that two hours is where it opens up. And you literally, Ghost of Tsushima style, unlock the map in sections, can go to outposts, can choose what you want to do. You can take over like Mongol territory. You can take over stuff like that. So think about a first person shooter if that's I what you mind to that much.
1: I don't mind that model at all. I, I think that that actually works.
0: It's the Ubisoft model. They made it very, very uh, popular, and it's, they've done it right. Halo decided to take that. Some people say it's more like Breath of the Wild. I haven't gotten to that part yet, so I just don't know. And it's not as expansive of a world as Breath of the Wild. But the well, first world is sh-
1: looking better so far. Be honest,
0: Ghost or Halo? What world? Oh, like yeah, just like how, and how it looked.
1: Yeah, how how looked.
0: There's Ghost is is on a kind of different level i think okay halo has always been mountains and grass and open fields and stuff you know ghost of Tsushima, you're going through cherry blossoms and all those cool flowers
1: i was gonna say like I, i i would just test in the waters
0: if halo took place on in japan and not on a halo ring i think i could give a better comparison but i don't think anything visually has touched ghost of Tsushima for me i think that game is so stunning uh, sure. but halo looks great plays great feels great the first mission is phenomenal i'm going to save the rest for next week when i get i'm probably going to be able to squeeze in like five hours or so i think in the next week so thinking like an almost an hour a night type deal i think um and it's really really good and everybody loves it and so halo's back well, and I, that's i'm great glad thing.
1: to hear that yeah
0: it's great to send the halos back and you'll get my bigger impressions when i hit that open world is what i'm looking forward. To, uh, to, and then I'll, I'll I'll talk more about it.
1: About a game that you did play. Let's get your impressions on Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, I, I bought it for $26 on PlayStation 5 for Black Friday, and I'll say this. Boy, am I glad I, I only spent $26. Ooh,
1: I, I, I had a feeling.
0: Because it's the best value I have had all year.
1: Oh, a little change.
0: I am obsessed with this game.
1: So the talking
0: didn't bother you. Huh? It's a lot of talking It's constant talking, but it's funny. Uh, I am obsessed with this game. I can't stop. I am on chapter 10 of 16. So I'm almost done. Um, I every minute of my free time over the last wow week, week or two. I have dude. I haven't even beaten Pokemon yet. I am farther in Guardians than I am in Pokemon. I have seven badges in Pokemon. I haven't even started. Uh, Maybe
1: you were a little Pokemon doubt. No, just take a little step back.
0: No, no, they haven't given me a game since 2019. I'm ready for a new Pokemon. I just, I just put in guardians expecting to be like, all right, it was 20 bucks. Like I'll play it for a few hours. I'll talk shit on it on the pod and then I'll, I'll move forward and get back to Pokemon. And I haven't touched Pokemon since like, I cannot believe, cannot believe how good this game is. And it's a Sam game. You would love it. You would love it. Think about the combat of Final Fantasy VII, where you're controlling your party and telling yeah. them where to go and telling them what attack dude, to attack do. Dude, I don't know what... Dude, I haven't gamed in two years. You're doing that for Guardians. You're telling Groot, Groot, uh, go... Um, they, they each have four unlockable abilities that you can do all during combat. You get them through skill points and you can kind of level them up and everything. So like Groot, go tangle these guys up so they can't move. Restrain them so I can just keep shooting and open and fire. Or um, Drax, go run in a straight line and knock all these dudes over like bowling pins. Or Gamora, do an instant kill. Or Rocket, blow them up with, with grenades and like all this while you're shooting and firing your guns and you're upgrading your jetpack boots and you are uh you know you could throw out mini grenades and stuff and you're peter quill the whole time yeah. so you don't have to worry about switching between guardians the story is focused on the guardians of the galaxy and peter quill and his mom and parents and all that stuff so it goes really deep into the lore i am obsessed with the story i'm obsessed with the gameplay i'm obsessed with the combat i'm obsessed with the story if i i don't know if i already said that It's really, really pretty. There are some technical hiccups. I expect that because when you have five characters talking all the time and like I'm walking when I hit a checkpoint, it's going to cue the next story beat. I might not have been done the conversation or if I'm too far away from somebody, I can still talk to them at normal voice. And it's kind of weird. I'm like, they're in the house. I'm out in the garden and we're just like talking back and forth. That's a little weird Um, at like a whisper volume. And so like weird things like that. Sometimes the the Guardians, everybody's talking at once, so it kind of turns everyone off. So I'm like reading the text at the bottom, but no one's talking because it's just there's like an overload in the system. It's like weird little technical things like that. But other than that, dude, Drax is fucking funnier than he is in the movies. He's so funny. He is the standout for me in this game. Not even close. He's so funny. And what I like, remember how we don't know how the, we don't really like how they look? Yeah. Every character has, like, 10 or 15 outfits that you can unlock. Each character has the Guardians 2014 movie costume. Oh, that's pretty dope. So, And the first two you get are Groot and Drax. So I've already converted them back. So Drax looks exactly like Batista. So I don't even care about the way he looks anymore because he looks how I want him to. Um, Gamora is the one that I'm still like, ugh. And her costume from the movie doesn't really look great. So... She's the one I'm like, "Uh, I can't really get past how much I don't like your look, but she's the most badass of them all when it comes to combat. So I'm more than happy to, to put up with it. Um, There, I, like I said, I just beat chapter 10 of 16. So I'm really far in. It's amazing. It does grind to a halt at chapter eight. I hated chapter eight. Uh, It's only like 45 minutes, but like Think about the desert level in Uncharted Three, how it just it, grinds. It, it like never in.
1: ends. Yeah. Dude, and it
0: never fucking... you're so right. It never fucking ends. That's how I felt about chapter eight. It is so just weird. Maybe it's not bad for everybody. It just kind of grinded for me to a halt. I'm very happy to be two chapters past it. But like there's even missions where you're in your where you're in the ship flying through space and fighting down like shooting down other pilots. So it's not even just like a shooter. Third-person shooter, you're even doing that stuff. There's, like, escape sequences and all this stuff. So when I'm done it, I'm going to put it in your mailbox, and I just want you to fuck around with it. And I think you're going to like it a lot. It's so good. I would pay the $60 for this game. Like, that's how good I, it was. If I could retroactively go back and buy it on launch day, I would so I could experience it. You're not going to find it for 26 bucks for a while. If you find it for 40 it's a no-brainer anything 40 or below it's a no brainer and i would say even at the 60 it's it's worth its salt it's about a 17 hour game so it's not the longest game in the world you don't have to sink days and days and days into it but i'm obsessed with it
1: I am, i'm so, i'm so glad to hear that you were liking this cuz i know at some point we sold it and we were out and i couldn't have for, been... for 26 bucks you got it for a great price and you know i'm i'm glad it worked out you won this one
0: i couldn't have been more out couldn't have been more out. Yeah. And then, then when you see the reviews and people like it, you see it at the price that it was.
1: oh uh, I mean, they're saying don't judge a book by its cover, right? I mean, there it is, dude. It's,
0: it's really good. Now, I will say this: there's not going to be any surprise number one for me at the end of the year. Metroid Dread is my game of the year. Yeah,
1: no, nothing's, so, touching so nothing's, nothing's touching gonna it. Nothing's
0: going to touch that. But this I, game, don't
1: really, I don't even have a, a top one. So the game. gaming, the gaming top three is all you.
0: This is going to be special. This game is special. I really love it. I really do. I hope I beat it soon so I can throw it in your mailbox. I just want you to fuck with it for an hour. It's so good. And it kicks off pretty well, too. You don't really fucking... There's no tutorials. They're all in the menu. So if you want to do them, you can do them on your own time. I love that. You just get into the story and you fucking go. So it's, it's great. Go buy it. Go play it. It's really everything you could want from a Guardians game. It's So good.
1: An unlikely source has unveiled the very first details of the brand new Bioshock game.
0: And this game isn't even, like, officially announced yet. (laughs) Like, they said we're making it, but there's no details. And of all people, Colin Moriarty... Your boy. ...got a scoop, corroborated by Jeff Grubb. So, like, it's legit. People are... Multiple sources have confirmed it. You're three years away. That Bioshock comes out. Bioshock 4, whatever, comes out in 2022, which is just crazy to think, will be set in an Antarctic city called Borealis in the 1960s. So my mind is blown because I'm thinking 1950s, 1940s rapture underwater city. Then I go to Columbia up in the sky, and now I'm where I'm comfortable. I love the snow and ice. It's like my favorite. Now you get to play a Bioshock game in ice in igloos. Are you serious? I can't wait for this game. It's awesome. I don't think we'll see it at the Game Awards, but it is a really good contender for like a March unveiling. And I am so excited. Thank you, Colin, for getting this scoop, because there is no franchise I love more than Bioshock besides Pokemon. (laughs) Paper Mario
1: 64 is hitting the Switch online service on December 10th.
0: Yeah, so the day after this, this episode comes out, You'll be able to flip on your N64 app on your Nintendo Switch Online that you pay $50 a year for, and you'll get Paper Mario, which is an absolute classic, absolute gem of an RPG on the N64. The weird thing is that this is the only game that they're putting out this month. So, like, for the love of God, do not drip-feed us one N64 game on the Switch every two months because that is just bullshit. Um, I'm thinking because... Uh, they don't have a big holiday game that's in december because advanced wars got delayed till spring that they were like uh we need to put something out in december so like here that's it's what i'm hoping. Here's something and- that's that's just what i'm hoping and it's a pretty heavy hitter it's a banger of a game it's like a hundred dollar game uh loose in the 64 so not a lot of people have gotten to play it over the past decade so boy howdy um it's a classic rpg it's phenomenal it's Probably the best Mario part, Air Mario, Paper Mario, maybe besides Thousand Year Door. I like Origami King, but uh, if you want to go back to the roots of Paper Mario, December tenth on the Nintendo Switch.
1: We're finally going to be getting our first look at the gameplay for Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League at the Game Awards.
0: Yeah, this is like our first of many Game Awards stories tonight. Like that's why we don't want to do this show tomorrow because. Just be aware, like if you're listening to this pod the day that it drops, watch the Game Awards tonight. You're going to finally see gameplay for a game Sam and I have said, where's the gameplay for almost a year and a half? What is this yeah, game? You we, guys
1: are here late,
0: but we, okay. We still don't know what this game even is or how it plays or what like the mechanics are. And am Rock- out already. I barely even got a toe in. And Rocksteady has been making it for like six years. So yeah, if you're interested in this game, all we've gotten is two CG trailers. Be prepared for some gameplay for this game at the Game Awards. I, me thinks that it's going to be good. Me thinks that if Guardians has won me over, I'm more open to what this game could be. If it's similar, me thinks I could like it.
1: I, I mean, it's it's got to be good, right? I mean, six years, you can't just show it with
0: poop. And Rocksteady. I mean, Rocksteady is damn near flawless. Arkham Knight was their worst. Hey, I
1: was going to say they did Batman. So I, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt. You're right. For real. Nickelodeon All-Star
0: Brawl got a new DLC fighter, and it's free. Yeah, there's going to be two DLC fighters with more planned in the future. The first one is out now, and it's Garfield. Uh, you know, he's got a case of the Mondays. He likes lasagna. He just, yeah,
1: you just throw lasagna, and that's all he can do.
0: His alternate costume, he's wearing a scarf, so there's that. Uh, John's not in the game. I like Garfield. He's got my one of my favorite Christmas specials is the Garfield Christmas special. It is phenomenal, but uh, I passed on All Star Brawl because of the lack of polish, and so I'm going to stay away. Um, hint, hint. The second DLC fighter is Shredder, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, it was like 15 bucks on Black Friday, and I still didn't get it. So I think I'm I'm out. But like, if these DLC fighters keep going this way, I, I like that Shredder yeah. Garfield. Give me, you know, some rocket power character or something like that. When this roster is all said and done, and like I know all the fighters, maybe at that point is when I then jump you jump in, in. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's that's a smart move. And the last store we got in gaming, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, got a PS5 release date of January twenty eighth.
0: And remember, that's Uncharted Four and Uncharted Lost Legacy, the PS5 versions. PlayStation has pulled the native versions of those games from the store. You can't buy Lost Legacy or Uncharted Four anymore, which is weird. It's a little weird, but, uh, this game will be 50 bucks. It'll be coming out January 28th. Excuse me. Oh, holy smogolies. Uh, the PC date we don't have yet. They said later in 2022. So we don't know a date there, but here's the kicker. My friends, you spend $50 to get two games you already own and they'll give you a free ticket to the movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, there's their little promotion to to try to get you something to rush into the theaters because they, they need that money back.
0: This movie's not going to do good. Like, if they're already giving away free tickets just to buy <clears throat> I mean, you
1: know, Holland's got his own fan base. So, I mean, you know, and it's Wahlberg. So, you know.
0: Yeah, well, everybody's got flops. It's okay. Yeah. It just sucks that this is going to be one of them. I already know this is going to be a contender for, like, my least favorite movies of 2022. already not if i come back and say i loved it let's point back to episode 262 and say you're a fool but boy howdy do i think this game's gonna or this movie's gonna blow chunks uh let's take over for me in the movie section we got a little more of a clip kind of a teaser clip than a trailer and we got the name and release window for spider-man across the spider-verse part one that is the official title for the sequel it will drop october
1: 2022 Yeah, so you know we still got a little bit of a wait and and it, like you said it, it was just a little tease um i obviously i i can't wait to watch this the first one was was freaking
0: amazing i love that animation style that art style's so good
1: it, it, it's it's different we never seen one like that um for what i'm here part two should be out 2023 um i i It's funny seeing Oscar Isaac as uh, voicing Spider-Man 2099, who's also playing Moon Knight. So he's doing that. Jake Johnson's coming back for the, you know, Peter B. Parker Spider-Man. Haley Steinfeld, who's, you know, on uh, Hawkeye. She's Gwen Stacy. And Shamik Moore's back as Miles Morales.
0: That's how I knew that voice. Yep. I was watching it like, oh my god, who is that? And I never. So, looked So you
1: up. know, everybody be double dipping, and I don't blame you to be attached in a project like this. The first one got what so much freaking love. Um, I again, I know some so many people are excited for this. I mean, I, I don't know if if I, again, it. I don't know. I don't know. Can it be better than the first one? The first one was awesome.
0: Yeah, speaking of Hallie Steinfeld, we don't have it on the rundown this week because it's done episode four. We'll do it in two weeks when the uh, season's over after episode six. But Hawkeye is so good so far, guys.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 really enjoying it. Um, it, again, I I someone's on YouTube, I forget the channel. He watched the first episode, said it was boring, and a lot of the comments people said just watch the first two, and then he watched the first three. And he goes, you guys were right. I I slept on it. I was having I was tired. I, I didn't get into it, and he was like. You're right. Th- this actually is really good. So if this it, sticks
0: the landing, it's going to be better than WandaVision for me. Like I love it, man. I really do. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm, I'm, in,
1: I'm again. It's it's the Christmas. It's it's definitely a show that I could definitely see myself going back. You know, Render's definitely having some fun, and uh, Episode Four it was my favorite one. You know, more. again, it, it it was the best episode. You get you know a nice tag at the end, and everything's slowly coming together. And I love the cast, and I love Tony Dalton.
0: Yeah, and only two episodes to tie it all together. So definitely excited to see where it goes. But back on this, I didn't care. Like I like the first Spider Verse movie, but a lot of people say it's their favorite Spider Man movie of all time. I don't no, go that no, far. No Spider Man Two, can't. yeah, Spider Man Two is is the king. Um, and I would even say that probably the first two MCU Spider Mans I like better too. But uh, this is it's a great movie, so I'm definitely excited. I'm probably gonna go back and watch Into the Spider Verse. I don't know. September,
1: it, maybe? It's funny. I gave it a rewatch maybe a month or so ago, and I was like, yep, it was as good as I remember. Like, yeah. you know, worth watching.
0: Is it something, now that you just rewatched it, you'll be able to answer this question. Should I do it before I see No Way Home? Like, would it have a tie into that at all, or is it cool if I wait, you think, until the sequel is about to be out? Nah, I, I think you're cool to wait. Cool. Shang-Chi is officially, you know, not a greatly kept secret, but officially getting a sequel, because it did well, and by the way, it was a real good movie.
1: It, it really was you know budget of 200 million. it made four hundred and thirty two million. no it like for Marvel
0: stands, it didn't make probably what they wanted to It that was, I, a, I was, that was a big it was the first Marvel pandemic movie. I'll give it a pass
1: and and that's what I was going to say it got that between it getting praised and you know being the some of the best action sequences that I think we've seen in any of the MC movies like that alone to me deserves the same director Destin Daniel Creighton. he's coming back to direct simon lu's back i know he's excited and he's uh, funny as shit
0: man he's really good
1: oh again he was just on hot ones i highly suggest if you watch hot ones he, he was really, he was funny on that he drank your boba tea yeah he um,
0: did. yes he did i saw that so
1: i'm looking forward to seeing chung chi crossover with more marvel characters i think that that's going to be the the fun and what i'm looking for now to
0: is Shang chi because he's a younger hero He's not going to be a young Avenger. Like when they bring this no, new no, set no of way. Avengers in, he's not going to be a part of that, you think, is he?
1: No, unless he's in charge of it, like, like you know, the sensei or something like that. Maybe I was
0: gonna-, I was gonna th- I'm just thinking to myself, where does he fit into where they're going with the Avengers? And I don't know, maybe an Avengers movie, a new one is like still years away and they could just make Shang-Chi a thing. I, I don't think
1: we're gonna see an Avengers movie till like 2025. I truly don't think we don't we don't need like again, we we don't we, need we have it. 10 TV shows or 15 movies like to even have an Avengers. i'm like well i need at least another
0: four years yeah i don't know shang chi is i just don't know where he fits he feels like an old avenger that just came too late to the party and now he's like stuck in limbo so i'm hoping they just keep doing what they're doing with him because i think the i think it's okay you don't have to cross everybody over with everything else you can just kind of make great solo yeah, it's just side couple, movies
1: just like one like certain character you have doctor strange and spider Yeah, spider-man's having a lot of villains but you have one mcu kind of other hero
0: yeah and shang chi might even show up in doctor strange too because of like the crossover from the first one with um uh god who the guy who's fighting abomination i can't remember his name wong or whatever Bong. so like there might be that crossover there could be like the mentor thing like you said yeah, for i want to see him be. show up in blade he could be in Blade. He could be in the new Avengers movies as just like the mentor. Yeah. So we, we, who knows? But good for Shang Chi to be getting a, a sequel. Uh, Nicholas Cage will be playing Dracula in the movie Renfield. <laughs> I feel like this is a match made I, in hell. Yeah,
1: I, I I don't know. I just every time I just see Nick Cage, I I I still have to see the movie Pig. He's in. I heard it's like his best movie ever. Um, I'm slacking on it, but uh, to see Nick Cage as Dracula, I'm in. Sign me up.
0: Uh, <sighs> sold. Uh, are you though? Like, are yeah, you, dude,
1: dude? I I I would watch him anything but the uh, the Tiger King. Anything but that thing. <laughs> anything else, I support.
0: Uh
1: God, I'm in. We just got to give it a shot. Come on, it's our boy.
0: Was, it's your boy. <sighs> Guys, I'm so tired of it. I uh, just don't know if we need it.
1: We need it. I, I think Dracula. that's the only thing left Nicholas Cage has left to, to do has been a, a, a vampire, and why not be Dracula?
0: Another Dracula movie that we like. Just come on. I don't know. Whatever. Who am I to say? It's, it's, if you're happy, I'm happy. That's Maybe. what I like to hear. A live-action Mega Man movie is reportedly in the works at netflix
1: whoa whoa he said i don't even throw that in the notes i just slipped that one in
0: i told sam before the show i got one little extra story that i want to talk to you about
1: a live action mega man on netflix
0: on netflix now here's what me thinks there was a live action fan mega man movie years ago that still kicks ass it's really good the potential for live action mega man could work Mega Man has an anime cartoon whatever you want to call it from like the 90s or early 2000s. It works. It's really good. Mega Man as a non-game can work. If they make it, and I have a weird feeling they'll make it like the 2017 Power Rangers, that's just way over the top and doesn't I, make I thought
1: you were going to say they're going to make it like uh uh what, what was uh, M- Emile Hirsch Street Racer? Oh jeez, everybody likes that movie though. That's like a cult it, it, it's almost like a, it's John Goodman. I mean, it's like yeah. a guilty pleasure. Yeah.
0: Um, but here's why I think it works at Netflix Netflix already has a really good relationship with Capcom because they're doing all those Resident Evil st- things, the shows, the movies. So, like, it's not that far out to think Mega Man is going to find a home at Netflix because literally the company that created Mega Man has a working relationship with yeah. Netflix. So, it makes sense. I,
1: I mean, I, I I'm in. Like, I, I got to see a trailer. Like, I, I'm going to give it a fair shot. It just I did not expect to hear you say there's going to be a live action Mega Man.
0: The the
1: um and I didn't hear anything. So the,
0: the fan project, the live action fan project, like kicks ass. So like the the blueprint of how to do this right has already been done a decade yeah. ago by the fans. Just follow that. Um, kind of like Sonic. They like took a lot of cues from the fan movie, and it worked. Uh, for some people, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I'm definitely going to see the second one. Um, and this, I think, has potential. Do I think it's going to be a Netflix movie? Yeah, like just don't make it fucking Death Note. Just don't make it Death Note. That movie was shit. That's just, I'm sorry it, it, to it, say,
1: it had its moments, but it did fall flat.
0: Yeah. So and Mega Man to me, it's not like Cowboy Bebop. Where Cowboy Bebop, it's built on its lore and its characters. Mega Man doesn't really have that. Mega Man is built on possession and the robot masters. And like, boy, I really hope they take some good ones. I hope they don't create new ones for this. Just give me some of the classics, Cut Man, Guts Man, you know, stuff like that. But then some weird ones too, Splash Woman. And uh, that's what I want from Mega Man is how does it look when he takes the power and how does it look when he uses it and what robot masters are going to use? It's Dr. Wily and Dr. Light. You're not going to find the deepest lore here and I don't need it. Just give me a fun action movie that doesn't suck, and well, I'll be happy.
1: And real quick, here's a little – I don't know if we ever mentioned this before, but a little little breaking here. Um, did we ever say that we're getting a Firefly reboot on Disney Plus?
0: I do not recall. So, I don't think so. So
1: what I'm reading now is, yep, that's happening. Josh Whedon will not be involved. This is a new story.
0: It well, Josh like little- Whedon doesn't exist. Joss, on the other hand.
1: Yeah, you you know how I am with his <laughs> I'm things. just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. This is Boston, you're nuts for the longtime fans.
1: But yeah, they they've largely kept this quiet. This is just happening now. What's, and what's
0: the source on that?
1: Movieweb.com.
0: Never heard of him, but I'll I'll take it. Well,
1: name. it's all it's uh, our guy, uh we'll give a shot, Mike Faber. He's on the one oh, on the uh, podcast.
0: Yeah, our old ESO network pals. But
1: again, hey, whether it's whether it's just spe- whether it is or not, I mean, again, I, it'd be tough to, to watch that show without Nathan Fillion. No matter no matter what, without him, I
0: I don't know. Uh, moving back into movies, a sequel to the live action Mortal Kombat film has begun pre production of some sort, and that's straight from the source. Its producer Todd Gardner put on Twitter, "We're Perfect. back," and he changed all of his Twitter handles or his pictures back to Mortal Kombat. So it is happening. We're getting a sequel to a underrated. Pretty good Mortal Kombat yes,
1: movie. I, I agree. We, we we both enjoyed the first one. And we the second film was, even from his mouth saying, the second one was the tournament. And the third film would be the set post-tournament. So I I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Because I think that's what they were hoping to get from the beginning.
0: Yeah, just don't kill off Goro in a garage fight that takes <laughs> three minutes. Like, you fucking idiots. I know you brought him back to life. But he's the prince. Don't I just know. kill him off like he's fodder. God, that was annoying. And it's
1: really, still uh, HBO Max's most successful film launch to date with that. And it on a $55 million budget, it made $83.6 million worldwide.
0: Yeah. Uh, not bad. During that the came pandemic, out, so That came bad. out at like the height of the pandemic. I think it came out in like March of this year. So April 23rd. There you go uh where we go and the same thing actually can be said for the third venom movie uh that has also entered pre-production very 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 early, but especially after that oh by the way, I saw let there be carnage um wasn't wasn't very good but so
1: i I was right in saying right
0: what did you say again
1: it wasn't great <laughs>
0: okay yeah, i i just i don't I can see like why people that liked it, liked it. It's short. It's sweet. It kind of does what it needs to do. There's zero filler. But it doesn't do anything well. <laughs> it's no, like,
1: no, the only thing you got is, okay, you got the third one. Oh, you're going to bring Spider-Man? Okay, about time. That's yeah, the they, best the, thing they got. The come.
0: post-credit scene was good. You, you know the movies, like I said,
1: I think what I said was, you know the movies, Bay when the end credit scene is the best part of the movie.
0: Yeah, and I really hoped that they would they would have fixed Carnage and made him actually red, but he's like not. He's that's right. And what I say, he was dull. He was very dull, dull. very very black. It was yeah. weird. Like a lot of him was I was like, guys, that's it's bad. So yeah. anyway, it wasn't like the worst thing ever, but um it wasn't it wasn't great. Um also, my favorite movie this year so far—I haven't even talked about it on this podcast yet—so it's going to be a big surprise when we do those awards. I, I don't going.
1: know nothing. I don't even know what I'm doing yet. So, well, all you have to do is like
0: open your phone and like type nah, it done. when you it's watch done. it. I, mean, I rely on you. It's just like doesn't Say take us. any effort. So there's like <laughs> there's that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The debut trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The poster is out now, and the trailer will premiere at the Game Awards. So not only are we getting games. We're getting game movies.
1: I mean, I, I I love the 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 poster looks awesome. I, I really enjoyed the first one. I, I thought it was pretty damn good. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this trailer. I, I have a lot of hope for it.
0: And apparently it's everybody's been buzzing about it that already saw it. I get that. That's pre-release hype to get you hyped.
1: And you're getting um, the same voice actor from, from Tails who was doing that, that, that cartoon she, from she's the cartoon. She's been a yeah, she's been his
0: voice actor for a really long time. So you're gonna get Tails' voice actor, you're gonna get Ben Schwartz, you're gonna get Jim Carrey, you're gonna get all of it. So all of it's Is James, is James Martin coming back? James Morrison? Well, he didn't die, so I think so. Right? Unless, unless it, uh, Well, Sonic's not really in the same place. I, I don't know. I don't know. The end credit scene to the first one was like, kind of left it. Maybe it'll just be Jim Carrey versus two animated Nope, he's and, in it. Okay. There you go. See, I, we hear the clicks. We hear the clicks, and we know Sam's, his. he's buzzing. He's I'm on buzzing. it. He's, thank you, because I don't have that stuff on my disposal. I just use my my cranium cranium and in, in the manium i don't know i need to sleep let's move into tv i wanted to watch this trailer more than once i actually only got to watch it once
1: it's the same i, I that's all I, I didn't even want to watch it because i'm already in on it like i don't need any more this show looks fucking hilarious
0: can you believe it's only a month? The car. Can you believe it's only a month away? Like Dude, the January thirteenth is so close.
1: I, I, James Gunn really made this show so freaking fast. Like it, I, I, it's almost unbelievable how fast this show came from getting greenlit to shooting it to now it's coming out.
0: Yeah, we're talking about Peacemaker. It got a second trailer. Hopefully, the last one. Um, And this was a different style of trailer. The first yeah. trailer made it very light hearted and funny. This one started off that way and then took a very serious turn and kind of went into the lore and John Cena's character arc. And like you said, this feels like it started production yesterday and it's already coming out, which is a good thing. I like when shows have fast turnarounds and can still be or look really good. Uh, This second trailer changed the mood on me, kept my hype up and January 13th cannot get here quick enough.
1: Yeah, I, I just think this is going to be a wild ride. I mean, John Cena, he, he stole the show for me at Suicide Squad. Like, I he,
0: disagree. He, I, I would have liked more of him and for him to be a little bit more involved in the uh, the. No, the, I meant like, like, Cena, like at the all the
1: characters. Like Every time yeah. he was on screen, polka, he was my dot, favorite part.
0: Polka dot man for me. Not even close. You can't go wrong. But my favorite part of the movie was when Cena and what's-his-face yep. did that kill, kill off. off. That yep. was fucking hilarious in every way. Uh, Peacemaker, any doubts? Anything that that about this where you're like, man, I'm I good.
1: mean, I don't know. The the, the cast the see the Vigilante, you know, Robert Patrick in it, you know, Steve Agee's back in it. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like James Gunn, and I wouldn't be surprised if it gets signed for season two or he does another project, another you know DC project that ties in. I again, we just got we just gotta have faith in him. That's all.
0: No reason not to. Suicide Squad was a good movie. Won't be Damn. on my won't be on my list at the end of the year, but good movie um and john cena we knew was going to be funny as shit and now he gets to shine and that's what i'm excited for when john cena gets to shine he very rarely misses the mark he's just really who who
1: knew he was actually actually a good actor
0: well he's a he's a pro wrestler so you're either really good or really bad you're either the rock or you're on the indie circuit like it's (laughs) it's one or the other uh now let's put on our spoiler hats ladies and gentlemen and we'll keep this conversation brief but i just don't want to like dance around anything i want to talk about the show we do this thing where we give our first impressions of a show, then we stop halfway through and give them, and then we give our final. And so we are halfway home for Dexter New Blood. We are at episode five. We're halfway home for this this series, and uh, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of regroup on it and get and get our thoughts. Sam, we're halfway home. What are you thinking? I'm
1: I'm <laughs> I'm loving it, man. I I I I'm just so happy to be kind of back it, again. It's there are a few nitpicks, of course, like any show. But Michael C. Hall is he as just good slips, as
0: he's as good as ever.
1: He slips back in the role like he never left. I and and Clancy Brown. Oh my god! I I, I am it, like them too. I I they they could be best buds at, at a spinoff TV series.
0: I get a very Trinity Killer vibe from him. And I don't mean his character. I mean the chemistry that they show.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah.
0: You know, John Lithgow and, and Michael C. Hall just had it. When they were on screen together, they had it. And that's kind of how I feel about Clancy Brown and Michael C. Hall, is they just both bring it. Yeah. And they're both very good and very convincing. So I'm and, loving that aspect. And
1: I, and Jack Alcott as Harrison, I he's great. He's fantastic as Harrison. I, I, I didn't think I, I would like him as much, but... For whatever reason, he's great. Me and you, our least favorite character is the podcaster, is Jamie Chung's character, Molly Park. She's the least favorite. Yeah, I can't stand my, her. My hope is for episode six at Dexter seeks his revenge for her bringing out you know well, more in the public eye. Well, do her, you
0: watch? Do you watch the next like next week on Dexter trailers?
1: Yeah, I. do, do uh, watch do I, Yeah, I do at the end. Yes, yeah, yes.
0: Okay, good because like. He, she's she's on his radar so there could be there there could be a showdown in the next couple weeks there um you know is it a possibility that she came to iron lake because like this isn't my original thought i saw this on p pepper's video but it made ton of sense to me that i didn't even think about this until he said it and he said why would this giant podcaster which makes me sick i hate the way they portray podcasters they get us wrong they get us wrong She's terrible. Doesn't need to be there. Why would she show up to this 5,000 person community just for another rich white kid to go disappearing like that? That's not a big and then there's no confirmed death. So, like, why would she show up there for that when this happens in this country five times a day? And so, like, there's nothing really random and it's such a small little town. So for her to show up, does she actually know who Dexter is? And she's uncovered it because she's already a shown that she knows more than she's letting on B, all three, the ice truck killer, the Bay Harbor butcher, and the Trinity killer Dexter's three biggest adversaries are all episodes of her show. So she knows the crimes that he has committed. So I wonder, I wonder if she actually knows who Dexter is and is putting on a front to come there for this, you know, Matt Caldwell thing. And is she, actually there for him. And I that's gonna, she, they get kind of entangled.
1: Well, she's she's seen him a few times. Like do you don't think that she would have slipped up or made a face like holy, you know, it's it's Dexter Morgan?
0: And well, hold on. This is this is actually my thought now. This wasn't in the video. I'm actually thinking about this now. In the promotional trailer, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. For the I don't remember if it was for an episode or for the actual show, there was a scene where she showed up first at the gun shop or at the wherever he works, the you know, sporting shop where he works and they meet each other first. They cut that from the show. She shows up first at the crime scene and says, I'm here as a concerned citizen. So like we, they actually know each other and they cut that out. And I wonder if they cut it out to feed some sort of narrative or theory around her going there first because she knows who he actually is. And she wanted to make sure that he was there. That's hmm. something I can get behind. Yeah, and it's just like there's got to be a bigger reason for her to be here. To be just like another cop when they've already like absolutely established that Angela is a great cop in a small yeah. town. She doesn't yeah. need help. And what's his face? The, um, the African-American cop. God damn it. Who's like on Dexter's bad side right now. He's a really good cop, too. They don't need the help. So, like, I just wonder what her actual purpose is besides ending up on a kill table. Because I think that that's a possibility for sure. Uh, we saw the emergence of an old character. It was either going to be him, Quinn, or Masuka, and we got him. Batista came back. Did this feel forced to you, or were you no, like, "Okay, that, that made sense"?
1: Honestly, it it felt right. Like if if you wanted to bring back someone, this is how you're going to do it because they do have them meetings where they all meet up. They you know give a speech, and to see David Zayas back as Angel Batista, and um, I got at a to random
0: hear- at a random New York conference for a Miami cop though.
1: Like does that. Well, make sense? No, well, well he's captain if yeah. you didn't so. I heard him.
0: Captain Angel Patisse I heard. Him.
1: So to to see him and um I I watched like a little like minute and a half um thing with him and he but you know he said that you know I thought it might be a little bit weird coming back and he said after I got there, he's like it's like I just came back from a break from the last season. He's, you know, just saying like how much fun, like great it was. He goes, it was the best show that he ever worked on. Like that was so great to hear, and just seeing him, it was awesome. It, it, it before it had to be him or Quinn. Um, I'm actually kind of glad it was Batista because I always loved Batista. Yeah, same. So just to see him, I, I just had like a stupid smile on my face, and I, I, I thought it was right. And at the end, it, it kind of opened up a whole chicken of worms, and now, uh, Dex, Dex is gonna be in some hot water now.
0: Thank God Batista turned around and said, oh, yeah, Harrison, because if he walked away from that conversation and didn't know Harrison's name, but he knew everything else about Dexter and like Rita and all that, that would have been real rough to be able to like wrap my head and believe but because but, he turned around it was like no it's harrison and, and, uh, and it, it just worked.
1: makes and it just makes sense that it took him a little bit because you know, it was a lot of years since he's seen harrison you know yeah. so it kind of makes sense but i'm like you said i'm glad he said it it just pushed this whole thing you know it, it just it just you know it's why we only have five episodes left so it just yeah. sped that along
0: my money is on the billionaire guy because he hasn't really been on the show a lot my money's on him being um angela's daughter's actual dad um that's what i'm I'm thinking there um or in some way connected to Clancy Brown's character as the as the sniper maybe he like puts the girls there or something i I don't know, but I think he's got a bigger story to tell um the cop again I can't remember his name I'm sorry he's got a lot of story left to tell because yeah that, he he was the sergeant right logan Logan is that his name the yeah the assistant wrestling yeah coach.
1: sergeant logan yeah yeah
0: um I think he's got a bigger story to tell. He and Dexter have kind of been clashing. So maybe they're doing a fake out there because he slept with the podcaster. So maybe that's how they're going to just fake you a little bit. But there is also a scene in the trailers where Dexter and Angela go to the house with the basement where Clancy Brown's character is keeping these girls and they go there together. So now we know she knows he's actually Dexter Morgan, yet they still work together. So he somehow gets out of this. And I'm very excited in episode six to see what yeah. way he weasels out of, you know, because nobody knows that he's actually a serial killer. He's just faking his own death. My guess could be the witness protection program. Like that yeah, would something be like that. That would be my, and guess. And,
1: and we also have to say, uh, at least me, I'm Jennifer Carpenter's doing an excellent job as, as being, you know, Deborah Morgan in his own head.
0: Yeah. Uh, my I'm biggest a- gripe with episode one was Deb's patr- portrayal. Because I said she was very stoic and kind of dead Deb and not the Deb we know. And as soon as he became Dexter, she became Deb again. So I
1: like to me it was perfect.
0: Yeah, she's she's back. I'm very happy with the Deb we're getting. And she does those funny things like throws the party for two seconds or like throws the the things through the wood chipper. Stuff like that breaks up the seriousness of it and just makes it fun. And that's awesome. My biggest. Outside of the podcaster, I don't like Harrison, so I'm sorry. I think Oh, wow. I don't like the character. The actor does a great job with what he's given. I don't like him. I think he's like, I would have liked to just see Jim Lindsay in a new world. I, I, I'm very disappointed in the way they're doing Harrison. He's 15. He's already moved from Argentina, recovered from two drug addictions. Like, you're 15 years old, bro. So it's, it's a tough life. I get it. But I think he killed Hannah, and you're not going to convince me otherwise. So. I think he took that straight razor and fucking killed Hannah. She didn't have cancer. He read the note, found Dexter, and you know, he knows and, his and, and,
1: and that may very well happen. You just have to wait and see if that plays yeah. out.
0: Uh, yeah, Dexter, you know, he's maybe I don't like him because his dumb ass was like Mr. Jim Lindsay's not even his real name after he took fucking pills, idiot. So yeah, I don't love Harrison, but I don't it's nothing against the actor. He's doing yeah. a really good job.
1: And again, I'm I'm just so happy that this show's back. Sad that we're already halfway there and only five left. And time flies. Uh, but I I just love to see Michael C. all back in the role.
0: Now you got to go watch Yellow Jackets. It's so good. It's on the list. It's
1: on the list. It's so good.
0: Uh, anyways, yeah, great show. If you haven't watched yet, shit, we talk about it every week. Uh, really hope you go back and binge Dexter all eight seasons and then watch New Blood. New Blood is what season eight could have been. And I'm glad I'm actually glad it worked out this way because like new blood would have just been another thing if season eight wasn't as shit as it was, but like, it's extra special because it's doing, it's amending the sin that season it's eight. it's writing
1: was. the wrong that it did for the first original ending.
0: And, and that was eight years ago when it ended. So we've had that sour taste in our mouth for eight years and it's so nice. This show doesn't have to be a 10 out of 10. It's just got to be good. And I'm happy to say that it's better than good. Yeah, it's it's agreed. very very good show. So loving it so far. We'll check back in at the end of it when his story is done, and there probably will be no new blood season two. So I mean, maybe maybe if this is a Dexter,
1: really good, more blood.
0: <laughs> if it's wildly popular, maybe. But I'm excited to see how this ends, and so Same. let's let's keep our fingers crossed that the next five are just as good as the first five. The long-rumored Penguin HBO Max series is not only real, and we've talked about that before, but Colin Farrell has been confirmed to be back reprising his role.
1: I don't know why I'm shocked that Colin Farrell is coming back, like, doing TV. I, I, I'm just kind of shocked.
0: Well, I mean, would you be shocked that, you know, Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston and all these other MCU characters are doing No, I, mean, I,
1: I guess it, it, there's that's that's the proof right there. But again, so we're getting that. is
0: the future, by the way. TV is just a yeah. better medium than than movies are right
1: now. Right, right now, I, I agree, and, and and I'm all for that. Like we're getting that, we're getting the other Gotham police show, and we're getting the Batman movie. I mean, I, I'm just shocked we're getting all all these properties, and and, and I'm, new I'm here for it. Se-
0: and a new animated series, and all that. I,
1: dude, I I only still watch the first three episodes of Titans. Like, there's just so much out there that I don't have enough time to watch everything.
0: There's a reason why I have a top fifteen or sixteen. I actually probably have like a top eighteen for TV shows this year and movies I'll have like 3 or 4 like that I only loved 3 or 4 movies this year. So um th- there's a reason. TV is just a better medium. You can tell better stories. Mm. Simple as that. Uh where are we at. Kevin Feige, this is this should be like the lead story any other week, but Kevin Feige has confirmed that Charlie Cox's Daredevil will at some point join the MCU, which pretty much says to me that Kingpin is real. In this, in this, yeah, dude, we're we're I I wouldn't be
1: surprised if we see Vincent D'Onofrio in the next one or two episodes
0: for real. I think we're getting there. So, uh, yeah, to know that Charlie Cox is coming back, it's just now where because it'll be a show. So, what one, like, is Daredevil connected to Moon Knight at all?
1: Yeah, 100%. He was, they were in, um, uh, Midnight, uh, what they call that,
0: Midnight Rider, the Midnight Suns,
1: Midnight Suns. That's it, Midnight Suns. Yep.
0: Like would that there's be perfect,
1: there, there? There's your perfect crossover to have Blade, Ghost Rider, whoever the hell they want to else they want to bring in that that would work perfectly. I, I'm just so glad he's not going anywhere, because Daredevil is to me this is still the best Marvel TV show. Daredevil, nothing was better. I pray I that Moon Knight is on that, that level.
0: I really got to go watch that I
1: seriously. Like, dude, it not, not it's and, and I'm not the only one. Like, nothing touches that. Daredevil's still the best, and I'm glad that Kevin Feige recognized like. We love. We want Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Like he is our Daredevil, and I I did read uh, John Bernthal said like he won't do a, a Punisher if it's like a PG Punisher if it's not like Radar Punisher like how it should be because I- it's someone else is fit for the role. Yeah. So I-, I love that he's like going with his guns and stick with that, which I'm sure he will because we did love the uh, Punisher TV series as well.
0: I just watched the John Bernthal performance that I don't want to talk about, and he was phenomenal. You'll hear more about that on January sixth. Uh, Nick Offerman, I'm sorry, Colby Smulders ha- is returning to the MCU for the Secret Invasion series.
1: Hey, man, she's she's been around for a while. She's hung around as as
0: uh, as that agent, Agent Maria something, right? Is it Maria?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, Agent Maria. That's it. I can't think of I can't think of her last name, but yeah, it is Maria
0: Sanchez Manango. Oh, by the way, by the way, you'll be pleased to know Psych Three I watched on Peacock. It's not bad. There's finally a good psych movie. Well, at least it's, it's, it's better not, one and two. It's not great, but it's better than anything psych has done since the show. So I'm oh, okay. glad to say that. By the way, I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: That's good. To hear. Well, I, again, and so she'll be with Samuel Jackson. So it's good that them two are back.
0: Yeah, and she she deserves to be back. She's been around since the first Avengers movie. So it's been it's been a decade. She's barely been in a lot of it. She's never been a main character. So was she in? Um, uh, not Legends Tomorrow's DC. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever? Yeah, she was. She was in that show, like,
1: heavily? She, she, I, think, no, I think she just cameoed. I think it was one episode.
0: Well, yeah. Then she's definitely not been a big presence in the MCU. So this would be nice. Uh, Nick Offerman. This is awesome. Nick Offerman, one of the best actors, TV actors, uh, one of my favorite movies ever. Hearts Beat Loud. He's the main character. He's so good. He has been offered and has been cast in the role of Bill. For the Last of Us HBO series, Con O'Neill has dropped out of the project and has been recast here to Nick Offerman. I literally couldn't picture a better casting.
1: Yeah, again, I think this is a way better choice than Nick than, no offense to, to O'Neill, but I think Nick Offerman will do a great job as Bill. I'm really looking forward to the show.
0: And outside of Dina, Bill is my favorite side character in the history of The no, Last
1: of Us. Yeah, he, he, 100%. He yeah even yeah i would say more than the brother even though you know but bill bill yeah
0: yeah i don't like tommy tommy can fuck off
1: After- oh, not even tommy i meant the guy uh, the other guy, gentleman and his son i did i did like them and you meet them in like the little shootout or you have to get across escape and you have to kill many people to get there but wait, I, did, wait, I, did, I did i did i agree wait, the wait, Bill's wait, wait,
0: the wait. Man. oh in pittsburgh
1: i i forget where sam But the- yeah i think what was it sam
0: his, the little boy's name was Sam. In yeah, the it was first the boy game, right? and then his older brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah was yeah, the yeah. first one. Yeah. yeah, they dude shoots himself in the head. Yeah. The one guy, the kid turns and the older brother shoots himself. Yeah. I like them too. Yeah, I actually f- forgot about them. But Dina is my favorite, and then Bill uh, is right up there. Yeah. And he doesn't get a big story in the first game. He's not at all in the second game. So like. I don't know how much of a role they're going to tell here for Bill, but he deserves a bigger story. I'm hoping the show gives it to him, and there's literally nobody better to deliver this than Nick Offerman. Yep. He's so perfect for this role. If you want to know who we're talking about for Bill, don't look it up. Just play the game. Yeah, play the up, game. Find or wait out. for the, or wait for the show. Don't look it up. He's a wonderful side character. Um, the Chucky series. We can move right past this. Uh, if you want, but the Chucky series on USA or sci-fi has been renewed for season two. We watched season one together. It was our show for a little bit. It's fine. It's
1: yeah. I heard it was decent. I didn't watch it, but hey, kudos to them. It, it's fine.
0: It's not bad. Really? It's actually not that bad at all. Um, uh, Nothing special. Though. A full halo TV series. The one that's coming to Paramount plus next year that we've heard or seen nothing of except for like a 10 second teaser is getting its first trailer At the Game Awards. So, again, another huge trailer. We're going to see the first piece of this Halo show in 24 hours. What time is this tomorrow? Uh, I believe the pre-show is at 7.30 and the main show starts at 8.
1: 8 Eastern? Yes. Okay, cool.
0: I would think that this is going to be high up on the list. With Halo Infinite out today, you know what I mean? The next day. The the TV series gets something, yeah, it, it's probably going to be really close to the top of the show. So don't fret, my friends. We're going to see our first look at Master Chief. This is another reason. This is a reason I might go buy Power Mount Plus again. Just just to watch this show. Like I cannot wait for the. Yeah, and hand I,
1: show. I it, it's a must watch. I I never played the games, but you better bet your ass I'm going to watch the show.
0: Uh, yeah, and you should play Infinite. Like you got to come over for the simple fact of Forza uh guardians and halo like you just gotta come over for like, like dedicate an afternoon to me sam just come yeah, over
1: and it's you know, hook me up with some air fryer wings and we're good to go
0: <laughs> he loves my air fryer wings <laughs> you buy the wings because there's a shortage they're expensive Sam bring <laughs> us home with your <laughs> bring us home my friend we did another 90 minutes just like we thought we would bring us home with your CGC TCG spotlight
1: and like I said in the beginning this is our boy again you kinda when I kind of came back into the Pokemon, you know, world, you kind of showed me Honage, doblade and then Aegis, Slash. this is the
0: V-Match. You, you gave me one of his cards, by the
1: way. I, I did. This one is, uh, yeah, it's a little bit different, I believe. Yeah. But again, they're actually great in the game. This is the reason why I got this card. I got a great deal, and I kind of blame you.
0: Ghost, but- ghost Steel. What a great typing.
1: See, seriously, like
0: everything's super effective.
1: You, you <laughs> win every battle. So this is the V VMAX. Uh, Vivid Voltage came out in 2020. This is um, 190 out of 185 in the set. This is the Secret Rainbow Rare um, CGC graded a Gem Mint 9.5. Centering got a 9. Surface got a 10. Corners got a 9.5. And Edges got a 9.5. I'm not a huge fan of the, the Rainbow ra- Rare cards, but some of them pop, and I feel like this one, and I believe I have- The
0: Zard does, too. Is yeah, that the, a... and
1: the Zard, exactly, exactly like the Zard, and I was like, you know what, I got it. I actually, I this one I actually pulled, and I was like, should I send it? I was like- You, you got know this what? out I'm... of a
0: booster, or was it a, like an ETB? No, this Vivid Volt, did,
1: did I? No, no, this, I actually bought a couple packs. Um, nice. Uh, the Comic Shop, uh, uh, Comic Collection, right off Street Road. At, uh, Street um, Road
0: I, right next to the diner?
1: That. yeah yeah he he moved now the wawa's at the corner he moved yeah. down and he actually has a way bigger spot so if you want comics games pokemon he's got it all there awesome so it's, this was like the vivid voltage is known for, i don't know i've never pulled this is the best card i pulled from the set i haven't pulled too many but everything else was crap i sent this one in i was i was i was pretty happy again because it was the card that you kind of stick with these guys evolve them here the dust stone you get him and he's actually a badass in the game um still waiting for the cgc tcg um pop reports when i checked psas there's only 45 graded copies so i'm kind of again it's you know it's only 2020 just came out but again agis lachi is not a huge popular pokemon it's not charizard so people aren't you know rushing to get it graded there's one five one six one eight 14 nines and 28 tens um 9.5 gem mint i feel like if i did send this into psa i probably would get a 10 because it, it does look amazing um again if you have the game Seriously, get freaking Honage and evolve him to Aegislash because he's a badass. Yeah. And that's, he, and that's your
0: spotlight. Stop. He started in Gen 6 in Kalos uh, X and Y. Who's a brand new Pokemon there. He's in Sword and Shield. So, like, he's so badass there. I believe he's in Sword and Shield. I can't. I think so. But Aegislash is cool because he's got two forms. Like, he goes defensive form and then offensive, and he switches every turn. So, like, you, there's a strategy to beat him. It's wait until he's on his offensive form because he's really weak there defensively but super strong offensively. Great Pokémon, love it, love the card. Uh we've done this thing where we used to do 2-hour pods on the reg and somehow some way no matter how much news we have, we fit it in a 90 now. I don't know if I'm less verbose and I just don't talk No,
1: we 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 cram it in.
0: Yeah, or we just like zoom past shit. But uh
1: mm-hmm. either way, I'm
0: very happy that we've done another 90. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us again. Game awards could be a bonus if some crazy shit happens. Most likely next week on 263. i have my full Halo campaign impressions, and uh, and I'm excited. So it'll be our last last episode, second to last episode, second to last before Christmas. Yeah. So everybody, thanks for hanging out. We will see you next week on episode
1: 263. Come on, Nintendo, don't let us down.